You're listening to a Cairns FM 89.1 produced podcast. You are listening to the F&Q Originals podcast with Baz and Devsky. F&Q Originals starts in three, two, one, go. You are listening to F&Q Originals here on Cairns FM 89.1 with Baz and Devsky. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. 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 Welcome to FNQ Originals. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. It's FNQ Originals. Welcome to FNQ Originals. I'm Joel Desky Devereaux. And uh, it's a pretty big show. Got the Magic Man Barrico. Oh, hey, hey. How are we? I don't know what happened there, but <laughs> what's going on, man? Oh, not much, you know. Sunday Sorry. again. Oh man, it's chaotic at the moment. Sunday. Hitting, hitting many buttons. Um, who do we have on the show? Uh, just the one and only Greta Stanley. Hey. Hey. <laughs> there she is. Hello. We'll give, uh, you, we'll give you the cheer and the air horns. Sick. <laughs> Does everyone get that? Or? No. <laughs> no, just you. Maybe, just you. Maybe Bobby Maguire once. No, uh, um, I know Bobby. What's, <laughs> what's been going on? Uh, oh, not too much today, you know, just day off. Um, you, you said you're doing some yard work in this blistering heat. Yeah, yard work. Look, Crazy. didn't get that far. Spent two hours. Didn't really make a dint, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Got a bit of sunburn. Yeah, that's the way. That's yeah. the way. <laughs> Got a well, bit of anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it gets to that stage where you kind of like, uh, during winter, I was like walking my dog and trying to like get exercise because yep. I knew that there'd be this tiny window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this afternoon. Like, <laughs> summer comes in and ruins everything. You catch yeah. fire when you walk your dog during summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just you know. so hot. Yeah. <laughs> and Barry being so climatized, every time I come up for holidays, he'd go, there, that's got the yellow arrow and I'm coming from Newcastle. <laughs> Dying of heat stroke and everything. But oh, um, we've got a big show on tonight. We've got obviously make sure to jump into our Discord and if you want to ask Greta some questions, it's going to be a pretty <laughs> awesome show. Um, we've got some great music and a lot of music coming out of Townsville tonight, which is pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. I was born there, so. Oh, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> now, we, be, before we get to the song, because obviously the Mina Creek thing, mm. because. Um, Sorry, Townsville. I claim Mina Creek, but I was born yeah, in Townsville. Barry was list, li- reading it out. He goes, Townsville's Greta Stanley. Oh, I, hang on, I swear she's from Innisfil. It's all right. I mean, I found this article on Q Music yeah. that said you were from Townsville. I yeah. mean, that can't be right. I would say born in Townsville from Mina Creek. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like born there. Grew up in Mina Creek. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And based out of Cairns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And based That's out it. of Cairns. Yeah, because the Ross, whole of North Queensland Ross has Pap- claimed Yeah, I really you. just got <laughs> Yeah, because Rose Papalado <laughs> told me you were from there. She said, That's yeah. what the Red Earth Dirt is about. Yeah, yeah, it was about that. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. I thought it was Not about space aliens myself. So. Space aliens. Yeah, it's a bit of everything. Have you, you know? seen the film clip? Got a cater oh, yeah, to of a few audiences. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll go to a track now. This is from a band Motions. Um, this is one that Barry found. Motions. Motions. Yeah, this was recommended like by my friend Jamie. Oh, cool. Shout out to Jamie. We had a good jam today. <laughs> we did. Yeah, there was Nirvana flowing everywhere. Me playing bass and everything. <laughs> You'll listen to FNQ Originals. We'll be back soon. You are listening to FNQ Originals. Why do you tell me when I look you in the eyes? I need so bad you don't want me in your life 
NQ Originals. I'm not afraid to die.
That's Tia with Hustle. Here on Epic Originals. Greta Stanley. Here she is. <laughs> Did you just go whoop whoop? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't put any sound effects on, oh, so I thought I'd do my own. Now, Joel, we have some questions in, okay. the, in the Discord chat for do Greta. It, oh, God. <laughs> Young what Trent else? Cooper of Bentley Park says, how does it feel to be the winner of the F&Q Originals first month Did he the really top say 20? that? <laughs> that is a fantastic question from Young Trent. That, that's All right. That's the full question. All right. Uh, it feels pretty good. I feel, I feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> I feel like, like you didn't vote for yourself, you know, we did were, you? No, no. I didn't vote for myself. Yeah, you're just like just bring up. She, just, tough, brought, she just brought battle. the heat. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to vote for yourself, by the way. It's fine. I feel stoked. I mean, the vinyls are getting a few hot spins oh, at cool. home. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank um, you, Wax Lyrical. Un- unexpected that I took out, now, out the charts. <laughs> what, what I found interesting, because I didn't know what was in there, and then when you opened it up and you're like, oh, man, these are all the pe-. He went back and looked at a couple of articles that you'd written about oh, from four <laughs> years ago. Because he used to be a manager, so he just he has all these instincts, things to Yeah, cry, that's so-, so good. I was like, this... He must, he must know me. Like, yeah, yeah. He knows the inner workings of my mind. Because when he asked me, I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, I like them. The, um, I said that was kind of interesting, especially cigarettes after sex. Although yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, he's like, oh, I kind of maybe did a bit of research. Yes. I <laughs> well, I'm grateful for that. Well, well, it's kind of it's handy because obviously you want to be able to um, enjoy it. Like, yeah, it could I have been something you didn't like. Yeah, be like, yeah. I love this, not like. What else we got? <laughs> And uh, Talitha J says, and how cool is it to have another Cassowary Coast artist close to the top again <laughs> this month? Some talent down there. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. you represent. That's Let's right. get Sub 1 up in there too, Mini Creek. Yeah, artists. they were doing well in the beginning. Sub 1 and Resist, their song yeah, was yeah. cruising at the top there. Oh, yeah, because you wrote that in the... That's right. We are saying about that. You were talking about that as well. Yeah, they're awesome guys. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm posting in um, Discord a picture um, because we were having a laugh... Um, during the break, uh, well, it says my files are too big. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, f- I'll fix it up later. Um, about the photo on Triple J yeah. when you're giving the finger. Yeah. Um, I'll try and post it in Good a minute. Good ways though. Like, not, yeah, yeah. not rudely. Not, not at anyone. <laughs> it was. It was. What was weird? Someone sent me her Instagram because they were seeing her play down at um. Uh, down at Gosford and um, it was just random that your photo was in there (laughs) but it's the way that Greta you can tell that they'd been forced to give the (laughs) finger like you were just being really edgy yeah Kelly Kelly's a badass she's a bad influence on me (laughs) (laughs) great music though (laughs) yeah yeah well that's the thing it's um, you find these things with social media where you just randomly just see these things and you're kind of like wow that's kind of weird and it was just Uh, how awkward you were (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> well, I'd like to shout out to everyone that's in Discord. Make sure that if you're listening um, live right now to our interview with Grenda Stanley, make sure to jump on to um, Discord now. If you jump on, to, we, it's in our Instagram story, but it's also in our link tree on Instagram. So if you jump in there, you can come in, ask some questions, talk to the community while we're talking. And um, super fun at the moment. That's right. Now, um, 142,000 Spotify streams. Now, I'm only... Roughly, what monthly is it? Monthly listeners. I monthly think. listeners. Sorry, not, yeah. Sick. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Yeah, it is really weird to think about when 148,000, yeah. sorry, just oh, correct. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 286. Oh, six, six. 148, 286. <laughs> so you kind of, you know, um, you know, we, we kind of had a, a bit of a brief chat before we started the show. We were talking about this, these sort of numbers. Because mm. obviously it's, um, 
you know, when, when you become an artist, you're kind of starting to see this kind of people loving your tunes and that sort of thing. You know, what, what is it? You know, what's the feeling? Like, I know that you've still got, you know, you can still see more steps to continue on with your career and stuff but yeah. this must be one of those things that kind of verifies your music for you yeah i think maybe i'm a little bit guilty of like not embracing <laughs> it not embracing it and like you know you have something that's like when i was younger i would have been like oh that's when i'll feel like a proper artist and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i do that thing and i'm not even registering how cool it was or you know how successful that might appear to other people i'm like oh no, well, I need to focus on this now and I need to do this. Like, um, so I'm a little bit guilty of that. But <laughs> definitely have those, um, like, surreal moments where it all soaks in. Probably mostly for me, that feeling is on stage. Like, if okay. I'm performing, that's mm. when I really get that, like, overwhelming, um, like, this is what I'm meant to be doing feeling. Um, as for, like, uh, you know, numbers on Spotify and stuff like that, it's awesome, but it's not something that I, I guess I'm... I'm tracking uh or mm. like looking at you know on the regular um i'll get updates from my team if something goes really well or um, we get an opportunity or something but for me personally those like really um affirming moments for me have been on stage with like sharing original music with like a fantastic mm. engaged crowd yeah <laughs> is, it, is it when you look out in the audience and you see someone singing your lyrics back to you yeah that's pretty special like that's definitely a, a special moment i think um because the tanks gig cause yeah I, I that was, was there. a special show yeah yeah so i was there for that and yeah. um that was cool because it was pretty like the it was was, was a Joel lot of singing there. to you yeah that, that was the moment that's yeah. the moment i'm referring to here the <laughs> yeah, affirming yeah. moment i look yeah. out i was crying <laughs> you know who is this guy who knows my yeah. song <laughs> who is this um, that um, actually, yeah, the tanks was um, like I knew it was going to be a great show, and that you know, Cairns is um, like obviously such a special place to play for me, just living here for so long. But I didn't expect it to be as like as big and as special as it was. Like I was kind of blown away, and we were all like as a band when we went back into the green room, we were just like holy crap we were all felt like a bit mm. emotional yeah yeah and it's i think as a creative you kind of forget to live in the moment with those things yeah totally because <laughs> you, you're always constantly feeling like you have to be moving forward in yeah. order to feel that success yeah which is dumb like we shouldn't think like that Should've. we should be like reining it in but yeah well tom <laughs> yeah it's just so, so tom your guitarist is yeah, yeah. i've known him for a while because he's the nephew of one of my friends oh at school. cool yeah and i've seen his kind of journey as well so yeah. it's interesting how much I saw him enjoying playing with you on stage. Yeah, oh, he's incredible and he has such a great stage presence and he just kind of slotted into the band so well. Yeah. Like, he's got obviously, um, you know, such a fantastic um, musician, but his personality fits right in with, you know, us and um, he's just a really nice guy. So, yeah, which is cool. <laughs> we feel lucky, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, you know, when we were talking about this before the show, we were t you know, you were talking about this year's obviously been a big step up with going to Triple J and doing Like a Version. Yeah. I think people don't realize now that Like a Version is kind of one of those um, stepping stones that obviously, if you get to that point where you're doing that, you can say that, you know, you must be doing something right in order to be a to do that yeah yeah totally i think um like like doing like version was a very surreal thing um because just from when i was like really young <laughs> it had just been something that i had always followed and um listened to and yeah i guess i just kind of like what's the word um 
inspired to. Yeah, like inspired to do it, but it wasn't. It was always something that I thought, oh, I like negatively <laughs> was like, oh, I don't think I'll ever get there. Get, get there or get to do that. And then, um, yeah, when the opportunity came about, it was like obviously an instant yes. But even on the day. I just kind of like what's the word like a bit of an out of body experience like I just kind of disassociated and thought like this isn't me like I'm not doing this this is like it's, just it's not me like, <laughs> yeah. um, and then yeah definitely took a little while to like process that that had happened um, and yeah it was just obviously very special and like you said one of those things that kind of reassures you that you're um, reaching the right people and you're doing right things yeah That's and right. you're on your way to you know think so yeah but uh, <laughs> yeah. i think you know we 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 gauge this level of success with this constant moving up obviously you can look at what you've done now as already being something that you can look back in 30 years and say well i did this this can be considered as you know a success yeah yeah totally um and i you know i feel like artists should be able to be appreciative of the hard work that they've done they yeah. should be able to live in the moment yeah i think we're all know. just like anxious um, yeah, yeah. slightly depressed weirdos that just are so <laughs> critical of ourselves well um, we do definitely uh, yeah yeah <laughs> But, you know, getting better at it. So. Speaking of your like a version, <coughs> yeah. how did you pick the song? Like, how did you narrow it down? So, that, was that right at the time that we lost Taylor? Um, it was around about the same. Was oh, so I'd kind of had, yeah, it was around that time, but I'd kind of had a short list of songs that I was considering if I ever got the opportunity to, to do like a version. So, I had just a little Spotify playlist between oh, cool. um, like my label and I, and they were obviously helping you know me get that opportunity um so it was kind of a mix of like i had uh that song i had a a radiohead song the all i need um there's the elvis presley can't help falling in love um what else was there i think i had like a jvt song in there but um, oh my god yeah we were just kind of it like it took a little while to decide but um that was kind of the song that i thought would be maybe special to share because um I don't know. It's quite a powerful song, and given the circumstances, quite an emotional song as well. And I guess I just wanted to share that. I yeah, don't for know, those who don't know, it yeah. was Everlong by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, 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 Everlong by the Foo Fighters. For those who don't yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I've just posted it in the Discord chat, the um, YouTube clip of you singing that. And yeah. It's amazing. Check oh, it thank out. You. It's a great video. Uh, got um, a little bit of online hate for it, but that's cool. Oh, no, no, no way did The world you. of Facebook, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, the diehard Foo Fighter fans. Um, oh, <laughs> A lot of people no. didn't like it. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't even think of that. But um, it was, I think m- my mentality is that I didn't want to try and do it the same because it it's like a song that could never be done the same. It's so no. good. Like, it's such a good song. I just needed to yeah. do a version of it that kind of pays tribute to it um so that's what i attempted to do (laughs) what we'll do is we're going to go to another song now tonight i want to talk about music inspiration which is something that i've been talking about a fair bit basically that's what we've been talking about (laughs) yeah the process of picking this song so it's a good segue i know and and this is um (laughs) it's funny when you said jamie t today it's just like i just went down this whole rabbit hole yeah yeah. i think he has a song called that doesn't he yeah so but um you know obviously we're we're happy to have greta in and now we can actually start to sort of you know we can talk about things like um, music inspiration and um trying to you know because it's everyone is different so if you're listening in discord right now make sure 
sort of try. Um, I've got the three things. I'll, I'll actually, I'll just say the three things that um, I asked Greta and Barry before we started the show. So, what was the? If you're a musician, what was the um, artist or song that inspired you to become a musician? Um, who do, would you love to bucket list? Would like to tour with? And yep. um, I forget the other one. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, who in- still inspires you? Today. Yeah, who still yeah, inspires you? Yeah, yeah, who's the ongoing? I reckon a good question is, what song would you do like a version to? <laughs> yes. if, if you got that's a great, great honour as Greta did. I agree, completely it's, agree. It's hard to choose. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah. It's very hard to choose. Yeah. I think you made a great choice, but I, yeah, I can imagine the process was daunting of uh, narrowing it down. Well, why don't we get to Bobby Maguire? Bobby Maguire, a great friend of ours, and um, we're going to be stoked to be going down a passport early with the old Bobby Maguire. Um, did you know? Brand new song out today. Before we get to that, did you know that he, he this is a secret he told me. Yeah. That he. We are on it. I know. sharing secrets. Yeah. I know. But he dated Delta Goodrum back in 2009. No, that's not true. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like silent. I was like, "Oh my you god, the inside face. scoop!" That was, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, no. You just tuned into the woman's weekly show. Uh, <laughs> and look at you being forty million years old. Gossip. Who the hell even says woman's weekly these days? <laughs> Is that still a thing? I don't know. I got Do you for key originals? I got a girl to meet on my computer screen front row. I won't go outside. Let's say I work from home. And moan about what I think I'm owed Too proud to pick up too pussy to leave my phone Too far to reach, too rich to be tossed a bone Too old to lie, too young to be left alone Divided going into the unknown
Stick around. You are listening to FNQ Originals. We'll be right back. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland, here on Cairns FM 89.1. You are listening to FNQ Originals. Originals, that's a cracking track. Barry found that one too. That was awesome. Um, before that, we had um, Bobby Maguire with Sold Out Future. Brand new Bobby Maguire song. Um, literally launched 26 minutes ago or something. It was 20, yeah, 20 minutes before we come on the show. So 
Um, Bobby, Bobby paid us $100, so we had to play it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a $100 buzz voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Salacious rumours. <laughs> now, we were talking before we went off um, for the song, we were talking about inspiration. Now, have we gotten anyone chat in the Discord chat about... Yeah, we got one from Talitha Jane. Yeah, come on, tell her us. Her initial inspiration was her mum. Cool. How sweet is that's that? That's nice. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. She didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then it was Leanne Rhymes. So, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, her ongoing inspiration is Claire Bowditch. Did okay. I say that right? Yeah. Bowditch? Yep. Yep. And her, like, a version would be her cool version of Crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Very nice. <laughs> uh, my mum, she, because um, I asked her today, and she said, um, thoughts on my song, she'd say that she was inspired originally by The Carpenters Close to You, loved the song at 11 and learned all the words and then went into a miming contest and won a stereo. <laughs> That's awesome. Won a stereo. <laughs> so I had my own stereo in my room to discover artists like Susie Quattro, Janice Ian and Carly Simon. Awesome. Oh, go <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Very good. Well, um, you know, it's it's kind of one of these things that is um, not discussed as much because you kind of think, well, if you're an original artist, that you kind of just pop everything out from anywhere, like just from thin air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, it's kind of a, a culmination of different experiences and emotional responses yeah. to music that you've listened to over that period of time. So, you know, well, for Baz, let me ask you. Mm. You know, when you first picked up a guitar, um, mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you heard this song for the very first time, what was it? What was the song? Uh, I'm trying to remember my answer. Rocket <laughs> by Def Leppard. Rocket. There yeah, we go. that's the one. <laughs> so you heard this song and was like, yeah, this is... Um, Oh, this was the song that just got me into music in general. And then, you know, from there, I just listened to everything from Def Leppard. And then bands that sounded like Def Leppard. And well, interesting thing about Def Leppard was is that it was right at that time where hair metal was just starting to get a little bit long in the tooth. But they were like, I, for me, they were the, the cream of the crop of that yeah. of that period. Because Def Leppard is awesome. Plus that album was huge. Like Hysteria. 20 million copies. Yeah, and we were looking at it. It was like in the top 10 of all time or something, wasn't it? Yeah, they had seven singles, so they were constantly on Rage. And now, my Saturday mornings were getting up watching That's right. <laughs> now, weirdly, yours was Jamie T. Oh, wait, which, which question is this? So this is the one that was this the question that um, the song that you heard that made you want to be a musician? Oh, as a, I think, well, I think I had so many answers. So oh, <laughs> Jamie really? T was definitely one of them. Well, as a kid, it was Macy Gray, <laughs> but as a teenager, it was Jamie T. Yeah. This song was so um, this song was interesting because um, I had a girlfriend who was obsessed with this song and played it in the car. Yeah, I don't think I've ever song. heard this song. Me and my brother were just very obsessed with Jamie T. Yeah, it was, was at weird. the point where my brother like got his. Peas or something, and he just run around listening to this. This and Fifty Cent. I was like, oh God. <laughs> the drive to school soundtrack. <laughs> um, I did notice in your me- in your message though that you were talking about you had some female Australian artists. Yeah, so yeah. Missy Higgins and yeah. So as like a I don't know, like a little kid, I guess I was just like influenced by whatever my parents listened to, which was like Anastasia and Macy Gray and. Bob Dylan, my dad was a big Bob Dylan fan, still mm. love him. But then, you know, when I got a bit older and was at school and stuff, um, I remember 
hearing Missy Higgins' song Scar, Scar. probably on Rage. Like, I, mm-hmm. I definitely never saw her live, but, like, back then, because <laughs> we didn't have enough money to go to the concert. But, oh. <laughs> but I loved her. <laughs> and I was just so obsessed with that song, and I just remember learning all the words and not understanding the words. Like, I would have been, I don't know, how old was I back then? I was in primary school. I would have been maybe 10 or so. And I love the words, but I didn't really understand the meaning of them. And now that I'm older, like, I, I understand what the song's about and stuff. Um, and it obviously means, like, entirely new things. But, um, yeah, I just yeah, remember yeah, being it, it, That's right. Um, I think she was. She did an ABC interview where she was kind of discovering, like, talking about the song. Yeah. Which was totally different what people thought was it, it was about. Yeah. There's that one, four, five, three kind of that really sort of standard progression thing going on. So it just gave it kind of a happy vibe yeah, thing going on. Yeah, it sounds on. happy, but the lyrics are quite, like, deep, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Hanson's Mbop, which is we discussed Mbop. last week. Mbop is such a happy, <laughs> happy But it's sound, not. Isn't it? yeah. it's, it's like it's about dying and having no one around you. It's I'll crazy. just cover it up with, like, a, you know, a really happy sounding song. I know. Without, <laughs> without Hanson, we wouldn't have Tessa Devine. I know. She is today. She, I can't believe she actually Massive did a Video. She did a video with what you sent it to me. I was like, what oh, I got to put that in the Discord chat. Okay. Tessa Devine doing Mbop. She did a cover Sweet. of it, which is I crazy. I got to check that out. Well, for it's me, very good. Well, when I originally decided I want to be a musician, originally I wanted to be a drummer. Yeah. And the first song that maybe wanted to be a drummer was this song. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. I remember seeing this on Rage in good 1993, <laughs> and I was like. That drum sound was so big. I was like, wow, listen to that. <laughs> and um, and it was mainly because everything was in slow-mo too. So he's like flicking his hair. <laughs> and this drummer, she was a female drummer with yeah. this big afro. That's sick. It yeah. was so cool. That drummer, is she married to Carlos Santana now? And oh, she's yeah. In, in the Santana band. Yeah, she is, yeah. That's right. We saw them in um, Byron Bay. We did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty cool. That was um, amazing. But that song still blows my mind. I love that. It's so cool. Um, as a guitarist, then it would have had to have been um, Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. Oh, yeah, they had a few hits, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was the first live album that I got, and it was cool. Like, so it was, um, it was, you know, we, we back then it was like, because it was CDs, you know, a lot of it came from people that you knew. You know, I got a lot of CDs from Barry. And yeah. me and Barry, I was like 15, Barry's 17, and he's out there at the Hungry Jack's um, car park at Westcourt <laughs> playing Metallica and stuff and um, I found that before that it was like all Pink Floyd and then when I met Barry who was like Metallica and grungy a lot, stuff a lot of heavier <laughs> stuff including bands like like this Pius, uh, Pius. so this was the band this was yeah my pick for who I'd love to go on tour with yeah yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool They're not around anymore well, well they're like Queens not, of the Stone Age now. Oh, no, Josh Homme's, yeah. Uh, Queens was a different band that came out of Caius, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, did you did you write... You didn't write that in the message about who... If you had... Dream to, Tour. If you could tour with anybody. I think I... <laughs> people come to mind. <laughs> Dead or alive. Harry Styles. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Harry Styles. Obviously, Jamie T. I just love Harry Styles. He's so good. He's I am badass. very yeah. familiar with the music of Harry Styles his as daughter. I have a 13-year-old it's daughter, Addison. so fun and his outfits are so fun and I just think he'd be a really nice person. But <laughs> I, w- I would say, like, I think I put Jamie T for this one just because he's been an all-time favorite and I love like so well all of his songs I've never like not liked any 
And I just think, well, I'd probably like lose my shit and not be able to even do it. But <laughs> I'd be like, no, sorry, can't do no, it. Um, no, you just just chuck your shit on the ground. I'm not, that's it. I'm out. But yeah, pro- probably JBT or um, if uh, she was ever over here, Soko. Like uh, I think Soko was another one that I remember kind of forming some of my songwriting after like listening to her album. Um, I thought I was an alien. I listened to that album just on repeat for like a year and I was just like probably unhealthily obsessed (laughs) with her and it (laughs) like Mm. the album (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so yeah that'd be pretty like blow my mind crazy but I mean there's so many great artists and I think I mentioned that like even like more locally in Australia like touring with someone like Thelma Plum would be insane or Lisa Mitchell or Missy Higgins like mm. we've got so many incredible artists here mm. on home turf female so artists yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually we've we because um, we play we try and play new stuff and a lot of there's a lot of female artists that are play yeah and people like you know these guys just playing female artists I'm like well they're the ones doing the work yeah there's a lot in Cairns there you is know. a lot of female artists That's around a, in Cairns I mean a lot of males it, as well but yeah. I just mean there's a, a a lot of like pretty awesome female artists coming out of Cairns like, like you said Tessa and Devine Talara they, yeah, know, they know how to use social media yeah yeah so the guys <laughs> I feel like the guys let, lets them down uh, because we don't know we can't just like use our beams of imagination to kind of find these artists we have to they have to come to us you guys are pretty us. good at social media you were doing filters well, we do. before yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the king of filters I haven't he seen it yet that. but I'm assuming it's good <laughs> he was doing filters <laughs> That made you sound really boomer, man, <laughs> I reckon. I know the difference between a story and a reel. Also, oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, we know people that apparently don't know anything about stories. I still don't know what a TikTok is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still learning. I mean, I watch them, but I don't know how to really do them. So. All right, well, why don't we... So, with with this whole exercise, oh, my tour was definitely... It was just... It was John Mayer. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. John Mayer. He, I, I, it's like there'd be no... Why, why didn't you pick anything from the Sub Rock album? I don't like the Sobrock album. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all right. I just it, it was blues trio for me for him, but um, he was the one because I we had you know you get older and you take a break from music. I was watching Periscope one night, I think 2013. I was what he just randomly come on. I forgot about John Mayer, <laughs> yeah. and I was watching him shred in this Periscope. I was like. I've got to go buy a guitar. I literally <laughs> did. I went and bought an, a brand new guitar and everything. That Thanks to John day. Mayer. Yeah, yeah. And, That's um, awesome. He's easy on the eyes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, true. <laughs> There's a sensuality to his arm. But no, for me it was him. But if you think about like your songwriting now, can you see the elements that you have from your inspiration? Or do you feel like you've grown from it and you've kind of you move in a different direction but do you feel the elements within your songwriting process and yeah totally I guess like um probably with my first EP I was listening to a lot more folky kind of stuff like Lisa Mitchell and Missy Higgins mm. um I really like the artist Daughter um and I think I like Daughter was a reference for that EP and so was Lisa Mitchell like when I worked with Mark on it and you can hear that kind of style and stuff coming through and then the next, um, the album I was listening to, uh, like I'd moved to Melbourne um, for a year and I was just listening to maybe all different like bands and stuff in Melbourne and hearing all these different cool sounds and cool guitars and um, yeah, I think that that album, well not all of it, but a few more songs were a bit more like guitar heavy and a bit more like, I don't know, pop 
rocky, I guess, um, mm-hmm. with a few slow songs. Um, but, yeah, I think I um, mentioned in my reply, I guess, apart from music, it just is depending how I'm feeling emotionally as to what I <laughs> write about. <laughs> um, if I'm really sad, I'm going to make it a sad song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the last few releases have been a, a lot more pop and, like, happy um, lyrics. And I was definitely... Uh, that comes to what I'm listening to, but working with Tristan and what he's listening to and what he's inspired by, because mm. obviously he plays a pretty heavy part in most of those songs on the. Because yeah, he's the bass player, isn't he? Um, Tristan is the drummer, but also drummer. the producer. Okay, so yeah, 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 for most of that EP, uh, sorry, album. Yeah, it was an album I put out. Oh my god, um, <laughs> she put out an album. And, and then know. yeah, Mark obviously would be listening to different artists, and he'd have different ideas. Um, so it was a mix of like Tristan, Mark, and me, um, and what we're all kind of influenced by and coming together creatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are we going in Discord, Baz? Yeah, good. Good. We we have a question, but we might come back to that after a track, eh? I think yep, we've no got worries. another song. Cool. Well, I'm going to play my favourite song at the moment. Um, well, it's my favourite song. I've been listening to it the last couple of days. I think Greta will like this one. This is from Winifred. Oh, I like Winifred. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. She is cool. She's from, from Townsville? Townsville. Oh, uh, well, she lives in Townsville at the moment, but, well, I don't know. Could have that wrong. Don't know everything about it, but okay. heard she lived in Townsville. Okay, yeah. This okay. fixed on you track is awesome. She's from North Queensland yeah. anyway. Yeah. She's cool. Winifred fixed on you here on FNQ Originals with Greta Stanley. We're back soon. <laughs>
to FNQ Originals. That's number eight on the top 20 right now. I love that song. It's great. It's great. Awesome. Psycho. Psycho. That's the name of the song. Psycho. Feel free to stand on the show. That was Matilda Duncan with Psycho. Before that, we had Mayesha with Ready. 
And um, some great music tonight. Yeah, it was good. Then we, we had Winifred well. fixed on you, which is great. We did well, a the dancing. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we got Greta to do a dancing video. She loved it. No, yep. she loved the air <laughs> horn as well. Um, well, I think we we're just having a quick discussion about songwriting tips and songwriting. You know, we were kind of discussing about your process for songwriting and, you know, the things. Obviously, it's changed a lot over the period of time, you know, and what, what you decide that's going to go on an album and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, if you were a budding artist, what would the top three things that you would tell budding artists to do when they're writing songs? Oh, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> I think the most important thing is to not try, like... Not try. That, no, no, not, <laughs> not, not ending try. it there. Just not give <laughs> up now. Don't try. <laughs> just stop. Just quit. Don't um, do anything. <laughs> it's not worth it. No, not um, try too hard <laughs> to do it for, like, you know, don't think, oh, I'm going to write a song and I'm going to write it like this so that you know, the radio plays it or I'm going to change my style because uh, that's what's current. I think the best songs come when they sound natural and not forced. I mean, mm. I think for me, like I've hit a writer's block for like a year because I just am not feeling inspired in anything I write. If I'm forcing it, it just doesn't mm. sound good. Um, I think sometimes we get caught up in like, especially now, like with TikTok. Everything um, is trying to be algorized. So <laughs> yeah, you- like there's just so much out there and it, sometimes it can be really hard to cut through. But I think um, losing yourself trying to get this certain sound or, um, you know, just be popular rather than actually do what you're enjoying and say mm. what you need to say um, yeah. can be like a, a tricky thing to avoid sometimes, especially when you're starting out. Um, but it's good to go through because obviously it helps you find your own voice. Uh, <laughs> so with the sound, like obviously, you know, th- this music that you've brought out with this new album is quite different to your previous yeah. uh, music. Um, you know, to what point do you decide that that's the sort of direction you want to go? Um, I guess I don't know if I'll stay in that direction. Um, for me, I like so many genres that I just wanted to do something different and it was fun and a lot of my older stuff um you know didn't wasn't as heavily pop um and Mm. was a bit more maybe sad and I guess I was writing what was relevant to me back then um I mean I still obviously brush on the themes of mental health and anxiety and stuff in in the new album but a lot of things have changed in my life so that's reflected in my music and um the title of the album even real love in real life like i'm found myself in a serious relationship i'm writing about that and how that feels first one ever so um i'm just loaded up for other things so. <laughs> but yeah i think it was it just a um <laughs> The EP had a poppy-ish song on it. Um, So then that seemed like I had a lot of fun working with Tristan on that song. So we just thought, well, why not, you know, explore it a bit more. And um, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have continued to do it. But I loved it and we had so much fun. And I'm really proud of all the songs. But in saying that, I don't know if I'm going to stick with pop. I love, I now love country music, thanks to my boyfriend. And um, I mean, I just love so many genres. Yeah, Nashville. (laughs) Yeah, watch out. Yeah, Nashville. Nashville. Everyone's going to Nashville. (laughs) Abby went there. It's carrying around a big Grammy. You see, she's walking around hat and everything. Uh, So Greta, we've got a question from the uh, Discord here from Trino. He said, "What is the best thing new and up?" 
upcoming acts can do to get noticed now maybe speaking from your experience you yeah. probably tried a lot of things <laughs> some didn't work what what is one thing that you went hey I think that actually worked. I got there's noticed. two worlds now. Like, you know, there's the world of social media, which will be totally different to what you're doing within your hometown. Like, locally, obviously, um, open mics and stuff. When I moved up from Cairns, I went to TAFE and then I was just kind of introduced to all these local gigs um, and just showing up and supporting your mates that are playing and doing the open mics, um, obviously, just reaching all these new people that have no idea who you are um that really helped me get a foot in the door in cans um and then yeah went on to do like a couple of supports for the tanks and stuff just from doing those open mics and cool. busking and um yeah from busking i got uh like you know paid gigs at venues um so it just kind of went from there as for social media that's a whole different ball game i would just say and i'm guilty of not doing this um so i'm <laughs> Um, just keeping lots of content. Um, people have such short attention spans now with the world of social media. And if you can just keep regularly posting um, what you're doing, whether that's like, you know, if you're a singer-songwriter, posting a snip of you playing guitar. Um, Rock climbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> climbing ropes. No, huh? <laughs> no, but what I find interesting about that is that, um, you know, when we first doing this show, I was saying to Barry that we'd, rather than us being music-centric, we should talk about this show being more person-centric. Yeah. Because, you know, we come on and we try to talk to about, talk to the person so people get to go, guess what they are rather than sort of just talking about the music they're releasing and that yeah. sort of thing. I think doing things like that's important because it kind of adds an aspect of you being a human being. Yeah, totally. And I just think, well, this is my experience, but I imagine a lot of other people who are, you know, want to be musicians or are interested in musicians. Um, I connect when I see my favourite artist posting, like, something just mundane and normal. Like, yeah, they're eating, video. like, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're eating, like, a certain brand of ice cream that I freaking love. And I'm like, cool, they like what I like or... Mm. Um, you know, they're, I don't that's know, right. at a cafe and they're, they're posting their food. I'm like, sick, that's yeah. cool. It's a creator <laughs> yeah, micro. Dog, dog photos, definitely. I'm like, dog. oh, I don't even like that ass, but I like them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like my, yeah. Well, my dog got hosed today. My mum sends me a, a video of, of my dog who's afraid of water running away from the hose. And I was, I was like looking at that going, should <laughs> I be laughing? Yeah. That's a snippet into Joel's childhood right yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> God, that explains everything. <laughs> I'm like, uh, should I be laughing or crying at my dog running away from that hose right uh, now? All right, but to sum it up, <laughs> yeah. get out there, play gigs, get noticed, yeah. get support slots. Yeah, that I, would definitely help. I think there's no harm in cold emails. I definitely did that when I moved to Melbourne. I was just email, emailing venues and asking them to consider me for supports if they had acts coming up. Um, obviously, it will help if you have uh, your original music recorded so that you have something mm. to pitch when you're sending those emails or, or like a live, a live video. Yeah. Yep. Um, if, you, if you are sending those emails and asking to be considered... Put in a photo, put in a song, put in a live video if you have it. Um, send them links if, if you don't want to, like, <laughs> upload it. Um, just because if someone looks at an email, they don't want to have to then go through the process of finding everything themselves. If it's right there, yeah. if it's a company, they're busy, make it really easy for yeah. them. Um, so an EPK, Joel, is an electronic yeah, press kit. Yeah. yeah, which is something that I've been going on because artists keep, like, messaging, asking stuff. So We I should just maybe tell do an article about it. Well, it's hard because the now 
you know, I've, for the interwebs, I ask people whether they think that they're still important, and it becomes this split of fifty-fifty. Yeah, because most people will go to people's socials and they will judge them based on how they present themselves on social media. Yeah, so they do that first. It's like a vetting process. So it's kind of this Tinder of music. Yeah, it's and it's wild because it's changing. Like t- yeah. TikTok has changed the game entirely. Like people have, I don't know, there'll be musicians that have never had like radio play <laughs> um, or like they don't have an album out or whatever and because they're popular on TikTok and they've got a couple of songs or like snippets, like 30-second snippets on TikTok that have done well, they've got like 100,000 followers but like that's all they, well, the, they don't the, have the, the that's right all the, the other stuff yeah the, the problem with really, short like form <laughs> well the problem with short form is it's twisting at the moment because people are worried about um people's attention spans where they think that it needs to be continually be shorter but people are actually con- are like consuming more long form stuff now than yeah. they are before yeah because if with tiktok it's kind of one of those things where people that become famous on tiktok get forgotten quite quick because it's hard to yeah well there's just so much competition and yeah i I just think it's um it's it's wild because i i mean i hope it isn't like when you're saying people look at people's instagrams and and base it on that like a booker will look at you if you have heaps of followers they're like oh sick they're gonna bring an audience but now it's so hard like i have followers on instagram but someone on tiktok who who's never i don't know had a song on radio could have two thousand, like two hundred thousand followers, and they might think, "Oh, they're going to bring a huge crowd," which they might. But it's I don't it's quite harder. know how to explain it. But TikTok has definitely changed mm. the game. Like, the, and they release their new, new streaming <laughs> service pretty soon too. So, I think one of the most important things you said though is you've got to have a recorded product. Like yeah, we're yeah. on the hunt for North Queensland musicians and musical artists to play on this show. And you'd yeah. be surprised how many have been around for a while, but don't have anything recorded. Like Manuka. And from, from Manuka doesn't not to name have any names. <laughs> Manuka. Just went but, right out there and yeah. did it. Oh. oh, they're good friends of mine. I keep saying them record stuff. You know? Speaking from a radio show point of view, it's like, yeah. we really want to promote you, but we've yeah. got nothing to play. Yeah, totally. We've got no songs here, guys. And you know? it, it is like it can be expensive, but it's definitely, you know, you're investing in yourself. And I don't know, if, you, if you're someone that goes out, on a weekend and you block a bit of money on some drinks or something, don't do that. Put it towards your music and then do that later. Like, well, it's just got garage such band, a worthy investment. A garage band yeah, and, totally. and a Scarlet Find pack. a friend that's, yeah. in, like, interested in production, mm. especially through TAFE. There'd be heaps of people mm. there that are already, like, studying it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And there's a heap of good recording studios yeah, around totally. town. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mountain Carry. You know, aren't too <laughs> expensive if you're an up-and-coming artist. Go yeah, and talk to absolutely. Someone. Yeah, and lastly, I want to ask you, just in this entirety, because this, this is how you went, because obviously um, uh, before I moved up here, I was mentoring um, a young singer down in the Central Coast and we managed to finish a full album before we come up, yeah. is the importance of mentoring. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. And I think people don't realise that, um, you know, doing the Mr. Miyagi Cobra Kai thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool to do that. He got her to paint his fence. This yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. Sick. Wax on, wax on. There's a video on YouTube. No, yeah. But you had Fleur, so Fleur yeah. from um, Regional Council. You, yeah, she helped Fleur you. Yeah. yeah, so we met through a weird, like, <laughs> just like timing was strange. Yeah. Um, that I was at TAFE. My friend saw this competition come up, uh, which was like you 
get to go to Big Sound and just attend it. Um, cool. You had to enter with a song. Um, and she was, my friend was too young to enter. You had to be 18 or something. And, and she was a year under the thing. And um, anyway, she said, oh, it looks really cool. I can't enter it. You should though, sent it to me. I just put in like my SoundCloud home recordings that I'd done mm. and um, I won it and Fleur was like the person that was taking me and part of the organiser of it. Cool. Um, and that's how I met Fleur. And wow. then because we went to Big Sound together, one, we just really clicked as people. Mm. Like she's just lovely and we have we share a lot of the same values and morals. Um, so we really got along on that level. Um, and I think, yeah, it just kind of started this blossom of friendship and, and mentoring. And um, Fleur is definitely the one that has opened all the doors to where I am now. Like mm. she introduced me to Mark Myers. Um, that's how I recorded my first EP. Mm. Um, she like helped me plan how to fund that. Um, she introduced me to my label, my booking agent. Um, she's pretty much been like the most, um, What what's the word? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like inspir absolutely, <laughs> and, and she's like just a powerhouse woman. Like yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Uh, just it's incredible. Cool. But yeah, definitely paved my career like hugely, and that was just through like this yeah whim entering a competition. And if I hadn't have done that, I'm sure we would have crossed paths, but not in the the sense that we and did. If so. you didn't have that SoundCloud recording, yeah, yeah, like that's it. Like I had stuff recorded, and it was it wasn't professional. Like it was just me and my. Well, it doesn't bedroom. really need yeah. to be. It's like as long as it shows the fundamentals. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember back in the day when you used to hand a CD and people used to put album covers and that. Yeah. And the labels would say, "No, no, just send us the blank CD. You don't need to go yeah. into the." Just so we can see the fundamentals. And totally. it, that gets back to the social media yep. resume. And if you're busking or if you're playing open mics, mm. um, like, you know, back in the day I was, like, just making homemade CDs, but no one has CD players anymore. So you put make sure you're putting your socials on a sign at the venue. Otherwise, these people are going to watch you and they're going to think it's awesome, but they're busy and if they take a photo or a video of you, they're going to be able to see later, mm. oh, I'm going to follow them, I'm mm. going to check out when they're playing next, and you just kind of build your audience that way. I'm pretty sure Talitha J bought her car because it had a CD player in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she told us on the radio, and we'll t well, that's a no completely another story about people are moving away. You know, we were talking about Wax yeah. Lyrical the other week. People are moving away CDs from the... CDs will come streaming. back. If vinyl's back, maybe CDs will come back. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to go play another song. This is The Sunshine Project. I love The Sunshine oh, Project. I love The Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to CrossFit with Jaden. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, man. Talking about weirdos. All right. <laughs> Constantly um, talking crap to each other because she's just like... She'll post a photo with her stupid faces and then I turn them <laughs> into videos and send them to her. She's, she's, a, she's, a, she's a laugh. And Clint... Um, I yeah, used to play I like music. Clint, yeah, yeah I used cool. to play music with him twenty years ago. <laughs> so um, this stuff isn't released anywhere. They gave me this stuff. Oh, um, these are just demos. These are demos, and I I did a pre master for They're them. Right. So and we love them. So this is the Sunshine Project with Opal Get some Eyes. proper recordings done, guys. Come on. Yeah, I send I send Jade Finger. Greta Stanley commands it. I do. You listen to Epic Originals. Look into my. Seeing everything I've been trying so hard to hide I've been meaning to say Something I can't say to your face I want you to want me So bad 
You're now listening to FNQ Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals. Project with weird old Jade <laughs> and Clint, and that was Opal Eyes. We're here with Greta Stanley. Yo yo. Now, has <laughs> been, it's been pre- um, Did you get a message from um, from Carly Co? From my wife, yes. Um, tell us the message from Carly Co. Uh, to paraphrase, <laughs> to Greta, paraphrase, she loves Greta on the radio. Thank you. Buckets of inspiration <laughs> and info for new artists. Well done, guys. Best show yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she's a little disappointed that Greta's not doing a song for us live tonight. <laughs> but that's okay. We understand. It's because she's going into hard hard house EDM music. So yeah, it's too hard to do She's live. still working on her country album. So we'll, we'll get her back. Yeah, Tamworth, it's coming. <laughs> now, we, we were talking about songwriting tips. Now, there's one songwriting tip that I that I always mention to artists, and that is, um, especially ones that I haven't done before, and that's about putting melody at the start of the song. 
Now, melody. this is now I hear so many songs where people just playing random chords like it's Wonderwall at the start of their song and it just goes on for ages with no melody. Now, if you think about Red Earth Dirt, it has a melody at the start. Yeah. Or, you know, most of the songs that you think about, they have a melody at the start because yeah. it kind of it grabs you and people don't realize that how important that is to stick that at the front. And is that something that you think about when you're writing a song? Not necessarily, but. I think I don't know how to explain it. I think it, it's hard. I, I mean, I think for if your goal is to get your songs or at least some of your songs on radio, um, then yeah, it has to kind of be like strong off the bat and mm. and like you said, like not taking too long with all random chords before yeah, yeah, it yeah. gets to the melody. Yeah. Well, if, um, we, if we look at like say we mentioned Radiohead because yeah. I love Radiohead. So if you look at the, the you know they're the kings of of different ways of being able to start, like hooks and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We'll just play, so if we look at like No Surprises, so straight away you've got the melody at the front, so straight away you recognise the song as yeah. No Surprises. Paranoid Android, <laughs> there's your melody at the start. Yeah. Um, you know, it's high and dry. They have a drum beat at the start, but it goes on. It has a... It has a melody at the start. And you realise that all of the popular songs, even ones like Ed Sheeran yeah. and all that sort of stuff, they all have the the melody at the start of the song. Yeah. It's really interesting that you kind of, when you hear songs that don't have the melody at the song now, it makes it really naked at the front of the, the song and you're kind of like off-put by it now. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, I think it's, it's tough because... If you're, it depends. Like, like I said, like for radio, it makes sense to have something like strong off the bat. Yeah. But if it's on an album and it's mixed in with other songs, then sometimes there is those like ones that don't. Could be know, more about vibe. Yeah, more about vibe yeah. and just what you want to say and what you want to do with your song. Um, without having, you know, the intention to. Oh, I need this to be catchy because it, it, you know, I want it to do this. Um, I think. Yeah, it's there's power in both parts of it. Like if you, if you're setting it and you love it, then roll with it. But it might not be the song that's going to cut through to radio mm. because it takes too long to get into that's right. the part that hits people. And like radio, obviously they play popular music. They want things that are going to be catchy. They want things that are going to that you are just yeah strong mm. songs off the bat. But not to say songs that take a while um, to get into the melody are not strong but they just kind of i feel like they have more of a place on an album in in a mix of things rather than on Mm. radio but well i guess with the instrumental parts is also the lyric like sort of you can have vocal hooks over the top at the start which is kind of interesting and i when we were talking before about artists i've always been a massive fan of lisa mitchell and my favourite song of hers was that Waha song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that was awesome, that song. And um, it, she, at the start, had there was like a kind of little guitar riff, but then it goes in. She builds it all the way up, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, but I always found that, um, you know, when you're having it broken down, it doesn't need to be as apparent or whatever. But yeah. I was going to say, what do you think of a song like Tiny Dancer from Elton John? Like, it takes a long time to get Different to that era. Hook. Yeah, yeah, I don't know I, if it, it was a hit back era, in the day, yeah. but it's the anticipation it's a hit now, isn't it? But Especially it's a hit now, <laughs> yeah. maybe because of the movie. Um, I'm almost famous, almost famous, but but it was a, it was the anticipation because the vocal hook of the chorus was so strong. Mm. It was kind of that bit that we, I suppose, and you had like all these cool vocal hooks through it, like 
blue jean baby like blue jean baby like that was cool yeah. man and, but um, if someone knows that hook and goes to listen yeah. to it, they're like, oh, is this the right song? Yeah. We're three minutes in or, or yeah. I don't know how long it takes, but <laughs> it's a long time for that. Oh, yeah. But it's so powerful though when it does hit though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. when you get to that bit, because there's like three mode changes. So it, it starts off in one key and then it, the bridge is like goes up one mode and then it, it then changes it again. Yeah. So by the time it gets to that, it's already changed key twice, which was very popular yeah. in the 70s to do that. Yeah. That was Carol King's thing. She did that where she'd go through three different modes within a period of a song like yeah, um, right. It's Too Late was like in four different keys before it even got to the chorus. But that was like the jazz way that they used to do it back in the day. But the anticipation of Tony Dancer was the thing. Because you think about it, a song... Tony Dancer or Tony, Tony Dancer. Dancer. <laughs> you think of a song that you sing at a party and yeah. that's the one thing that everyone sits there and waits for that, oh, because yeah. like that bit. And that's that anticipation kind of thing, you know. Yeah. I think, I honestly think they're, like, especially now with Spotify and even, like, you know, this is the pro side of, like, TikTok or even Instagram... There is a place for everything. There's a there's a place for every style of music, whether it's, you know, pop, catchy, whether it's a slow burner, whether it's more instrumentally based, um, lyrically based. Like, there, I believe there is a place for everything. But, you know, if, if, you, want, if it, you want that song to catch on to radio, I think there is maybe a bit more of an expectation that it'll it'll be short mm. because otherwise you have to change it. Like yeah. you can't have too long of a song for radio unless you're someone maybe like Radiohead who Radiohead, has very long yeah. songs, yeah. Well, I just thought of a song that kind of had like an intro that didn't have a melody but was played on a really um, out-of-tune guitar um, that had no melody at the start, which was this. Oh, I love this song, yeah. <laughs> so this is Bonnevere's Skinny Love. So it was on this really old guitar, steel guitar yeah. he had, but it's like it was impossible to tune. But that in itself has become hear a that melody. And you know, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what that song is, and it yeah, makes and you want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> how how um and he he wrote that in the middle of um like Alaskan, like in a in the middle of nowhere. He yeah. wrote that album. And uh, sorry, just speaking of song length and stuff too, though. What do you think of the idea though of having a radio edit? Like if Red Earth Dirt was like a <laughs> nine-minute epic song. <laughs> Like a meatloaf song, and, and the label just went, "Hey, we can't get this on on a radio." Like, yeah, would you have any problem doing a three-minute radio edit of it and having both versions exist in the world? I see multiple emotions on Greta's like, face right now. No, but, like for me, like this is just me, n- not at all. Like as long as I felt like the the lyrics and the message that I wanted were still there. Um, yeah, I, I've never like been opposed to that, and and I under like I understand why why they need to do it as well. But um, yeah, as long as both versions existed, thankfully I don't think I've ever had to do. Oh, maybe if you said Red Earth Dirt for like eight <laughs> minutes, like just just yeah, nonstop yeah. over and over <laughs> again. With music being released on the internet and streaming services and things, there's no reason you can't have both versions sitting on there. Like yeah, totally. And I mean, if it comes down to it, depends. It depends. Everyone's different. Everyone has things that they protective about or that you know they don't want to change um but if it came down to like having your song on the radio or like not having it on the radio i guess that's Mm. for me i would choose to have it on the radio as long as you know the other version is going to be somewhere and people can find it do you you think elton Um, john would have released the radio edit (laughs) version of tiny dancer (laughs) do you think that's the reason why it wasn't popular until almost famous come out 
Yeah. Because I was a massive Elton John fan and I had his very best of Elton John. Tiny Dancer wasn't on it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd believe that. Yeah. And then all, all Almost Famous come out and I'm like, I thought I knew every single Elton John song. <laughs> And well, it's in our Kate Bush's song doing like, like I know it was yeah, a hit back then, but hill. now yeah. it's a hit with a totally new generation because of popular TV. And it's like, quite, it's quite an yeah. odd song that one. It's yeah. not very uh, traditional, I guess, in the arrangement and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, She's awesome. Such, a but cool it's song such a great yeah. song. <laughs> um, another one I thought from the seventies, which is does open with a melody, is uh, "Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah, well, it kind of does. There's a there's a lick bit. That well, that lick, you know, it's sort of <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows that, and it's straight off the bat. It's you know, you don't have to wait three minutes to get to that bit. Yeah, well, that's right. And then I guess um, um, if if you listen, I, to I guess it's not technically a melody, but yeah, well, that's right. But it's not. Oh, it's yeah. not Wonderwall. <laughs> See, Greta's getting a country, country on now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I guess the the exceptions are is if what you're playing is the chords because it's not just straight chords. They're using, they're using fifths and stuff. So it's um, – yeah. I think that uh, – that I don't know. I think it's one of those things that we'll sit there and think about for a while. But Oasis in my head was always the one. Wonderwall was the only one that I could think of. Uh, maybe apart from, say um, – Matchbox 20, like oh, 3 a.m. Okay. or something, where you'd be recognised from just playing chords with no melody at the start. Because yeah. Matchbox 20 did that a lot in their early days. It was just chords. If you think about um, Push and 3 a.m. and stuff, it was all just chords. So it might, it might have been just a 90s You're taking thing. me back with that album there. Oh, man. You can, we're just showing our, place, showing our age special right Special place now. in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is Ivy Paris. Another awesome band out of Mackay. Actually, Ivy's from Mackay, so. Keep going, F and Q I was high, quiet night when I realized I miss you. Couldn't go, I was in Paris, and you were at home. I was so cold when you called last time. I had the perfect sweater in my
listening to FNQ Originals. We'll be right back. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland, here on Cairns FM 89.1. Welcome back to Cairns FM. We're here with Greta Stanley. Hey, Hans. Have we got people at this school that are gone? Oh, no, there's a couple of people still there, but not really much going on. I'm hoping that we're going to be I able to move the show times. They've been so enamoured listening to the show. It's been great. <laughs> no hot questions coming through. Oh, mate. <laughs> there should be. Or why don't we ask Max? Max, come here. <laughs> ask Greta a question. question. <laughs> um, what was the process of going to um, uh, Triple J? Uh, it was daunting. Because don't they have those COVID restrictions? And oh, you just uh, ruined it by talking about COVID. <laughs> no, they didn't have the restrictions at, at that time. That it was like after after COVID pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, not after it, but the restrictions had lifted. Um, so that part was normal, but the rest, obviously, a bit terrifying. <laughs> I felt a bit out of my depth, but um, it was like it was fun, and all the people that I'd kind of heard on the radio that I hadn't met in person were um, what I imagined them to be. Like they were all pretty cool and funny and really nice. Um, yeah, it's huge. Like the ABC studios there is, is massive. I felt like lost mm-hmm. <laughs> there was like a few security points he had to go through i felt really cool i had wow. a little name badge yeah not, cool. not like cans yeah. of family at all <laughs> no yeah, no well, the people the security knock on the door was just shouting yeah. out the window yeah, I'm, I'm like Wait you up. <laughs> is yeah. that you it was, it was exactly like that you walked out of your car and i got my head out the window like it's the muppets <laughs> we, we have a hot question from the discord chat here sweet sweet I feel like this was one for Max to answer, though, oh, actually. Okay. Pineapple and pizza, yes or no? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm a yes. I, I'm yep. a yes as well. I like pineapple and pizza. I, I like pineapple yeah. pizza. P- yeah. Max has just come from his shift at Domino's, though. So, yeah, so I feel like he's the resident pizza expert in the yeah. room. So just give us a yes or a no. What do you think, Max? Yes or no? He thumbs yes. up. We got yeah, four sure. thumbs up for the pineapple and pizza. Well, Barry, we, we didn't get to the point. Well, we asked all these questions because obviously mm. we're talking about like a version. We, we yes. didn't actually get to the point where we were going to discuss if we had a chance to be on Triple J, what would we play as our like a version? So what our like a version. But uh, what, what would yours be? Oh geez. Um I think it it'd have to be a Def Leppard song. Okay. I don't know if it, it wouldn't be Rocket necessarily, but that was the first song that got me into them. But maybe when like Love and Hate Collide or something. Oh yeah, that could be cool. I think I would be instantly rejected from Triple J <laughs> and se- security would take me out at the first checkpoint. They'd be like, no, I, I, Who do you think you are? You're not Greta Stanley. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't have a pass like Greta Stanley. Um, I would do Easy Lover by Phil Collins. That would be cool. Because that's a cool song. I've always wanted to cover that song with somebody. Because yeah. it's cool. Do it. Cool. You don't sorry, have to which be song? on like a version. I know. Just I just do it, do it in my just mind, go Greta. Home tonight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, but it also maybe Childish Gambino's Redbone would be pretty cool. Oh to yeah, do as well. you, ha- I think, uh, you have done that. a version of did, that. I think Timberwolf did that. Someone, yeah, like version, yeah. Yeah, because Childish Gambino's version of um, of that Alea song was not Alea. Um, who was the uh, Tamia? Tamia's song that he did was awesome. That was my favorite for ages up until probably Rage Against Joel Machines. has done a version of Redbone with Georgie Faye. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, I reckon it's one of the best things you guys did together. <laughs> well, well there you Not go. to take away from the original music, but I really love that. Track. I can't yeah. even remember. Was that the one we did during COVID or something, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it was cool to find do. it. I'll put it in the Discord channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere here. What about you, Max? Come over here. 
We're, we're, we're out of microphones, so you have to. What would if you were to be able to play a song on like a version? What would it be? Um, probably another Phil Collins song. Um, <laughs> something on the way to heaven. Oof. Wow. Nice. Wow. Okay. I thought it was going to be a Beatles song, to be honest. <laughs> no. But isn't that expensive? Or does Triple J pay for it? No, no. It's, 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 no, no, no. No. It's, it just it goes under fair use policy and they get the money or whatever. So it can be any song, man. Mm, yeah, it can be any song. Yeah. yeah. So you're just it's calling just Phil like Collins cheap thing. on radio, yeah. were you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but that's the thing. Well, Greta covered Everlong. I think you Everlong. don't even have to be like if you were to record a cover separate like mm. version, you can do that to pretty much any song. There's just like a, a, they get, you know, a, a share of they the do. income or like majority of the income from it, but you can do it. It's not like off limits. Yeah. Yet. Well, you would know. Yeah. So when you're doing your distribution for your music with your distributor, you're whether saying it be I would distro- know, but I'm like, do I know? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what so the do question's dis- going to be. Oh, no, no, the <laughs> distro kid like or, you know. or whoever you use to, to get your music on streaming services. Yeah, yeah. So well, I just go through Double Drummer now, the label. So they uh, handle it all. Okay. I'm free of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I go through Distro Kid for yeah. Georgie's album and they give you the option of whether it's an original song or whether it's a cover of yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah. So then you can put the IRC, um, IRSC number of yeah. the original and then they get they get told that they've done a cover and yeah. it goes on the thing. So, it, yeah. you know, it's a little bit better than it is on YouTube where YouTube just yeah. brings people down or whatever, whereas you can actually do covers and stuff yeah. on Spotify, yeah, which can. is cool. So, yeah. yeah, super fun. Def Leppard, but. Yes. Def Leppard. Yes. Okay. Not Pantera. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I love Pantera too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was well. I didn't play it, but what was going on? Because you were saying that Dimebag Daryl is your favorite musician of all time, or yeah. favorite artist of all time. Yeah, I bought his guitar. So <laughs> you did, you know. Yeah, I can't play like him though. I wish I could, <laughs> but I'm just really not proficient enough <laughs> to play like oh, that. Oh, I, I didn't get actually get to that bit because was Jamie yeah. T your favorite artist of all time? Well, one of yeah. I mean, I've just had different so ones much. over yeah. like you know the years. So one of. Yeah, because yeah, I did actually put mine in. Mine's an Irish singer from yeah. um, called Gemma Hayes. No, not The Cause. Um, that's, that, that is pretty funny, though, The Cause. Um, Gemma Hayes, it's actually a really strange story because um, she's my favourite artist, but there's this weird story. I won't go into it. But basically, I, got, um, I found her on Ch- Channel V one night. It was 2002. I went and bought the album, and then I started dating this girl who hated that I listened to the album. <laughs> so she would hide the album on, on me all the time. And I'd find it, and in the end, she broke the album. And because because oh, she was quite indie, it wasn't like you could just go go down to the CD thing and buy it again. Like it was a fluke I got it the first time. I left and went to the petrol station. It just so happens there was another copy of it at the petrol station, <laughs> so I hid it from her. And then <laughs> months and months rolled on, and she found out that I had another copy of this CD. Oh gosh! And she broke it again. And I assume I, you're not together anymore. No, <laughs> no. Just, I was like 23 at the time, so. Well, she we were living up here, and. She got it on sounds the plane like a left. healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. See, I did the opposite. Like, I dated this guy at TAFE who was really into, like, metal, and no, I yeah. just wasn't. Those guys I are douches. I was. I went and bought a Metallica CD at the op shop. Yeah. I had it in my car when we went on a date. I was like, yeah, I love metal. Went yeah. to all the gigs. I didn't yeah. like metal music. <laughs> but the thing was is that she just didn't also like... Also unhealthy. <laughs> she just didn't like that I was listening to a female musician. She just thought that males were supposed to listen to Metallica or whatever, but I like this Irish singer. So I she love broke that it. story. That's awesome. No, <laughs> she broke it again and she left. So we're living up here and yeah. I went, when they had CFM used to do the thing out in front of Hungry Jack's, yeah. I was driving past there when I was dropped her off at the airport 
And I went in there because I wanted a chocolate milk and I stopped there and they handed me a bunch of CDs and it just so happened that that CD was in there. Oh, that's good. Like this whole, wow. yeah. And I wrote Gemma this whole big long letter telling her about it um, <laughs> 10 years ago. I was like, this is the most stupidest story ever. But I just thought this would be a cool story for you to, to oh, say, yeah. It's meant to be. Yeah, it's kind of random such story, but it's like, it I was just funny. love the idea though of Greta Stanley cruising around Cairns listening to Metallica, yeah. like just pumping it out. I went to the Pretty beans. cool. Ears I, bleeding. I bang. yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, did it. All for love. Uh, oh, <laughs> I watched the um, before. Before I we wonder why. <laughs> that um, Woodstock. maybe you were faking the Metallica. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I'm sure, he would have liked me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> what's not to like? But it might be um, it might be the fact that you'll be producing a uh, metal album now instead of yeah, a country yeah. album. Yeah, totally. Um, so people would have been really the metal thrown. phase after <laughs> the country. One. Yeah, there's time. You know, if I yeah. get angry enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but the um, watching the Woodstock '99 documentary—that's just crazy. Have you seen that? Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I saw Limp Bizkit in 2000, mm. big day out when they played Break Stuff. I was watching that thing and I was crying with laughter. I thought yeah. it was funny. That old dude was like, "Oh, Fred Durst is a moron. He was just saying Break Stuff, Break Stuff." Oh, I was losing it, and it, he was just going because they were an awesome band. Yeah, they were they, they were my favorite live band up until me and um, Barry saw Childish Gambino a few years ago. Yeah, but. How crazy wild. is that? Imagine that doing that, somewhat like doing that hearing. But the, yeah, it was just a wild, um, some awful stuff. All yeah, of that stuff. The organisation. Yeah, and the terrible, sexual yeah. assault yeah. and all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it was all pretty much. So. Greta, have you played many festivals in your time? Oh, like a few. No, nothing crazy, but a few. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing all the facial expressions on radio. Like, nothing crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I've done a couple. <laughs> what was the best one? Oh, tough. Um <laughs> My favourite one was probably Neck of the Woods in Townsville. Cool. Yeah, just the the people who run it, super awesome, super supportive. They've got like a really great um, live music community in Townsville. Um, it was Nicole and Sam run that one. Um, and just That's the, just the, the one up. this year is just completed yeah, last week, wasn't it? Yeah, they've just done one yeah, last week, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah, or uh, very recently. I couldn't it? go to that one. Um, but, yeah, they, they ran our first – one there was just awesome and then like I did it solo then I did it with Ben then I got to headline it um so I've done three and every time just like amazing and they always just seem to seek out like all these different kind of genres and there's just some really cool artists all the time there um and they're just awesome and they really look after their artists um that's what you want I think Amber Farnan played this yeah she did yeah yeah and Maggie Slater played another one another year um yeah so they were really great um apart from that I mean um (laughs) it's it's I mean yours and ours was fun that was like a like a what's what's the word like a um like quite a big festival to be on so mm, it was yeah. like special in that which sense. one was that um yours and ours which was okay. in wollongong yeah cool. and that it was weird because it was kind of right in a gap of covid so weird timing mm. kind of weird to be on a plane weird to be at a festival it was all like seated and um <laughs> yeah were, were you waiting for it to be cancelled at any minute i like? thought it would be yeah and we did have <laughs> a couple that were cancelled like you know we're booked mm. in postponed yeah, yeah. postponed cancelled um yeah. but yeah that one went ahead and it, it was pretty cool i mean we were on pretty early so not not that many people were there but um i think we were one of the starting acts but it was just really awesome to see such a big stage and like kind of just 
be amongst all these like incredible big like who I consider quite big artists um mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool um yeah and I played Groovin one year which was fun cool yeah, yeah we went to Groovin a few years <laughs> ago yeah. me. when Barry the, turned 40 we went to Groovin that yeah. was just the <laughs> weirdest oh, thing I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I went like a lot as a like teenager and like yeah. maybe very early 20s but yeah I think I when I played it i like ventured out into the crowd and i was like nope <laughs> back well we yeah. wanted to go see royal blood so that was 2018 uh, and we yeah. got, you know we got this we got a, a friend of ours flew up from brisbane and surprised barry for his 40th and yeah uh, me and barry always do this thing where we get knackered the night before we're supposed to do things every that single time without i fail. would not be able to do that That's yeah. Like, yeah i'm like the so, opposite i'm like bed like well, I, we I didn't have to perform up, like, it. No, that's right. <laughs> it was just, but yeah. we, with that night, we had was to be just, upright, which was hard enough. Well, Barry threw his guitar in the fire. Um, that cool, was just Barry. he just threw it in the he just threw it in the fire. It was just one of those nights that you were like, mm. the guitar is okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It was just, it, and then we were, we went to Grooven the following day, and it was this, we were just the seediest ever. Yeah, and we were just drinking water all day, and yeah. I could hardly function. I was just like, oh my god, yeah, not a good place to be hungover. No, and it was <laughs> weird too because it was just like like we were just so out we bought the the vip ticket so we could yeah. kind of be over at the side away from all of the yeah. the, the young people, the young we, people. We, yeah. yeah they don't want us oldies with the young <laughs> no but you know who was great was paul kelly playing oh man game. yeah i don't think i went to that group yeah, yeah. my well, first one was lisa mitchell and yeah. frightened rabbit who i loved um who else was that year uh, I they're the two that I remember the most. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, but it's good that Triple J do do that stuff as well. Like you know, that essentially they are a, a massive community radio yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. I think that one I can't. Yeah, it was Cattle Yard or something. It was like Townsville people chose cool. the acts that year. So as in the local acts and. I got chosen as well. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't get to Because you were born in Townsville. You know. Yeah, yeah. I claim it then, like yeah. when it's an opportunity. Of course she's Greta Same in a creek. jokes. I love them both. <laughs> well, um, you know, we should, we, we're getting to the time. We, you know, we did manage to keep Greta here for the majority of the show. It was only 10 minutes to go. We kept her here for the whole yeah, two hours. Yeah. How am I going to go? She yes. must have had some fun. <laughs> yes. No, it was all good. Um, thank you for being on, Greta. Oh, thanks for having it's me. Been amazing. Yeah, glad it the is, timing worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, and next week we've got Ingrid. Ingrid, Piper, yeah, yeah. Um, who I'm hoping is listening because I've been waiting for her tunes now for all year. Yeah, I think she's at work. I think that's why she couldn't do tonight. Yeah. I can't remember, but oh, I know she, she went she... walking up Hinchinbrook or something. Oh, okay. It's, uh, the, the Ingrid Piper story is long and, and She'll arduous. She'll be fun. She's very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah she's, she's great. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I booked her during Passport to Ellie and because it got switched, she drove up for it and then yeah. we've had this miss. So she's the last, it was, you know, it was, she's the last show of the season before yeah. we go to season two. And um, yeah, awesome. But I'm looking forward to it, which will be pretty cool. So it's, I remember um, Ingrid Piper was like she was a year above me, but she was singing before I was singing. Okay. And oh, did I you go to school with her or something? Yeah, we're both from Innisfail, oh, so cool. yeah. I didn't, I wasn't in her grade, but I knew who she was. She was like the cool, awesome, pretty girl, and <laughs> she was on the stage singing. Um, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers oh, in my hair, and yeah, she had yeah, the. Yeah. Floral headband, and I was like, oh, cool. oh my god, I want to be her. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then we ended up living together and going to tape together. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, we were yeah, yeah. pretty into music. Yeah, yeah, because we what was funny was we went to the I went because um to the courthouse gig, 
And okay. then we saw on your social medias, there's like Carly's head, his wife in your yeah. photos. Because oh, it was sitting right in front of you. <laughs> oh, God, we were so loud. I felt so bad. Like, I wasn't that loud, but I think... <laughs> Oh, of the people hit, we yeah. were with, I think that had a couple of drinks. Yeah, yeah. Girls up was, the back, be it quiet. It was quite loud, yeah, yeah and we, I felt bad because the music was so uh, good and never I be felt as like loud I was being loud. As Ross Papalato, <laughs> who was I over the Ross. side laughing and carrying the on. The Mina Creek in us. Oh, <laughs> mate, she was, she was papsing it up, <laughs> the old Ross. I think oh, she was losing her mind by that time. <laughs> Are we going to play a Greta song before we go? Well, I, I haven't had a chance to play this song because it's only just come out and I know that Greta likes... This artist, because Ooh. we were talking about it during the week. That narrows it down to about Eve Carditas. 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 Yeah, another Caritas. Kansas artist. She's a yeah. Kansas artist. I remember <laughs> when right. she first came out, um, it was Emma Louise, and they were around about the same time. Yeah. I, Emma Louise was cool. Yeah, so that. she just released her new song. Yeah. Oh, this song next week. Cry, don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> bring out the tissues. Cool. Bring, out, bring out the <laughs> tissues. So we'll play We'll play this, and then we'll finish out the night with Savadas. And we'll, we'll post a video of Greta crying. In our Discord, yeah, that'll be amazing. <laughs> right. No, we I'll won't. We will She'll love that. But um, <laughs> feel free to cry. <laughs> this is Eve's song. Went last song. night when we were young. We were here with it. Greta Stanley. We'll say goodbye to her after this song, and um, hopefully she doesn't cry. Here in FQ Original. Twenty met you in a bar at uni. Cheeks burning red like cherry. I could tell you wanted to invite me home. Damn it, why'd you go and call me baby? Every little step was easy Like you were somebody I've always known That's where we began in your apartment Listening to Lou Reed laying on the carpet If I could go back to where we started, I'd do it again
go with Eve Cardenas. Is it Cardenas? I can't pronounce Caritas, it. Caritas? I, I think, yeah. With Last Night We Were Young. Yes, cool. Um, it's been a while since I've heard some stuff from her. I'm thinking that, um, you know, which is, which is pretty cool. So um, we want to thank Greta. And we'll do another round of applause with air horns. A very special show tonight. Thank I knew it would Greta. be. It lived up to its expectation. And, um, you know. It's uh, supporting supporting our artists and, you know, hopefully supporting our community with this community radio show. And um, I just hope that, um, you know, you become the best metal artist Thank you. that you could be. I will take okay. that on board. Okay. <laughs> Crank the Metallica on the yeah. way home. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and then Barry will be stoked because, you know, he's a metal head. And he's like, yes, greatest do metal. Well, I don't know. I used to be a metal head. Nowadays, I just listen to North Queensland bands. Yeah, yeah. and he, and some and of them are metal, yeah. but I, I'm, yeah, I'm witnessing everything. a journey. Yeah, and Mostly no not. one can see my hand movements right now. But I'm doing this <laughs> thing where I'm sort of—he's on a journey. Yeah. I send Joel okay, these songs and go, good. "Hey, this sounds really good," and he goes, "He's like, Delson. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but he's more surprised <laughs> it's coming from me. I feel yeah. like my partner's way more into like I'm into music, obviously, yeah. but I actually don't listen to that much music. But Bronson is very into music, and he's like theme of the week, country, metal. Every week it's a different genre and non-stop. Mm. So I really don't it's, have that much time to it's put it on finger on the pulse. It's yeah. easy when you're a songwriter to be disengaged with the music that's around you because yeah. you feel like you don't want it to influence you as a as a as an artist. Yeah, totally. And if you listen too much of something, then you're like, oh, well, everything makes, I'm writing is bad. That's right. And you kind of when you're like, <laughs> gotta look it up. <laughs> Am I li- plagiarizing? <laughs> yeah. Or when you're listening to, I'm listening to Radio National to all this, you know, random yeah, talking about weird stuff. stories. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> it, it is one of those things. Ghost <laughs> Just a quick question. When you do write a song, do you mm. sit down with a guitar or a piano or a keyboard? Or, um, like what's, what's your go-to instrument? I can't play keys for shit, but I try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I probably am not that great at guitar either, but I usually words are first for me. So, like, right. I'll just be driving. I'll think of something. Mm. Um, I'll try and write it down when I am stopped, um, take it home, pick up the guitar, or, like, sometimes I will play the keys. Like, Bronson has keys in their house now, which is great. Um, now that we live together, I've just gained so many more instruments, which is awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> for free. Um, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, just usually words are first and then trying to match the sound to just it, I suppose. Cool. So, but there, yeah. there yeah. we go. Lyrics first, music second. Yeah. Different yeah. though. Like, if I go in and work with someone else, um, usually it's music first, lyrics second. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And usually, like they might have already started on something and then that sparks a thought for me and that I start writing that yeah. way. But, yeah, if, if it's just me, lyrics first. Oh, yeah. Very cool. All right, well, when we call it a night, we've got to call it a night because we're it's running out night. of time. Um, <laughs> we'll have to play Gumpy's song next week because I just realised it's five minutes long. So that'll be right. We'll, we'll play Savadass next week with Ingrid Piper. That's oh, great new track. Yep. Savoir um, We'll just do some quick housekeeping, making sure that everyone jumps on the um, Cancer FM website for the Grass Greener competition. Win uh, some tickets. Uh, we change it to Instagram stories. So if you're um, t- taking a photo with the Instagram story saying, please Cancer FM, Give me some grasses greener tickets. That's <laughs> simple as that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can win. So that, that'll be drawn on the 25th. Um, I've been trying to get the woman who won the, um, Greta's 
vinyl to oh, come and I pick it up. Her, so oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, she, yeah, yeah. She was sick, and then she'd say, so "I've been trying, yeah. trying to tee it up." Um, hopefully, we can get it to her I'll next week. I'll probably see her before you see her. So oh, maybe I could just yeah. maybe I just give you the vinyl. She and you can give it to her. CrossFit, yeah. Oh, can you get a photo then with you hand, like yeah, handing like, it to uh, her? All right, and then I'll give try it to her. Trip the gym, in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the vinyl's here, so I'll um I'll go grab it before yeah. we leave. Um, so that's all good. Um, we've got the charts are going at the moment. Um, it's gone pretty cool. It's um. Every day I keep waking up and it's it's different or whatever. But I think Kate Mahood's on top at the moment with silver and gold. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So I think... Um, She's from a little town called Byfield. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where's that? Like I at think the it's just Gladstone or something? Rocky or Gladstone, somewhere or something. down there. I, I should know better. But, <laughs> but regardless, we love her song, Silver and Gold. It's on top of the charts right now. Just yep. narrowly beating out Forrest... The band, yeah, which uh, probably in the morning forest will be on top again. Um, I just yeah, teed up those with those guys are probably on the cans tonight or something, so you know, probably on the cans. That's the stupidest the, turn ever. In there, that's their words, not mine. Yeah, Greta Stanley's on the cans, right? <laughs> metal songs, no. um, no, but it's been really good. Thank you, Greta, for coming in tonight. Thank you, thanks and for um, me. I hope you had a lot of fun. I know it's a lot, yeah. it's pretty chaotic here at um, <laughs> at Cans FM. Good night, everybody. But uh, we're not doing the good night thing because good I want to ask, I want to ask Max a question. Come here, Max. Oh, here we go. All right. Um, what song is your favourite song that you listen to? What artist do you listen to right now? And you have to be quick because you've got like a minute. Greta Stanley. Oh, <laughs> that's the diplomatic. Uh, but you probably are. Are you listening to Greta's album? <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right. Real, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Let's play that. <laughs> Let's go. Go. I've had Paralyzer by Finger Eleven on repeat. For <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, we've got um, Ashley's show, All Aussie Music, which will, um, will be coming on after this, but you'll be hearing um, crazy news and all that sort of stuff. But I'd like to thank the Magic Man, Barry Coe. Thank you. Thank you for all the work you've been thank putting you. into recently with your journey. No, that's right. <laughs> He's been having a journey. Like this, Greta. Journey. Thank you, Joel. Journey. Thank you, Max. Um, I'm Joel Devsky Devereaux. Make sure to jump onto our socials, FNQ Original 891 on Facebook, FNQ Originals 891. And um, make sure that if you're going to come down to Passport to Ellie, let us know. But yeah, I'm, I'm we'll Joel Devsky Devereaux. And you'll be listening to FNQ Originals. Good night, everybody. Good night. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland here on Cairns FM 89.1. You've been listening to a Cairns FM 89.1 produced podcast. For more information, visit cairnsfm891.org.au.